Hello, nomads, and welcome to the catch-up episode, January twenty-three edition. <laughs> I had to think it about feels the year. Weird to say that. <laughs> New year, it baby. does. Yeah, two thousand twenty-three. Um, coming off of the holiday rush, I feel like Game Pass has totally slowed down, and uh, there's just a lot of TV shows that have come out, and I think we've all dabbled with these things. But, uh, but I, who am I here with? I'm here with Eric. What up, gamers? And Dave. Hi, diddly ho, nomad neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is Brandon, the host Hi. of this episode. Um, man, I, I I actually went through a lot of things. Uh, I'll kick us off here. All right, what are you going to complain about this Please. month? It's, yeah, let's, uh-huh. see, what's let's your issue? kick it off. Oh, okay, 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 let's start. Let's start with it. <laughs> we always start God with damn it. it. We I, always I start it with it. Getting, too. It's good. I haven't had it on my mind in days, and now I'm... Furious, <laughs> bringing back old, oh, no. old memories. Oh, I know what's coming. Yeah. Yep, I know what's coming. Too. Yes, it's it's Willow. I thought Pinocchio was the worst thing I saw let, uh, from Disney, it, or just in general from the last year. It's Willow. That show That's was hot sad. trash. Willow, and no. It is a shame that they did. I right, I'll just say my little piece and then we'll move on because you know people might like it and I'm not here to like bash that. I'm just saying from my perspective. Nobody really watched Willow. I mean, maybe they did, but nobody was like rewatching it and loving. It. I don't think so. I don't. We hear did. People talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it. But like it, it you know, it, like you, when you hear fantasy, you think of Star Wars. You think of Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Nobody's throwing out Willow, right? It was like a one and done kind of movie, you know, and that was it. Anyways, those who those of us that were young didn't know any better, and it was a very impressionable movie. We enjoyed it. We thought it was a great movie. It was a fun movie, and it is. And you know, all these years, no sequel, no no, nothing. You know, and um, we finally get Disney Plus to say, hey, you know, we're gonna roll out all these shows. And by the way, one of them is gonna be Willow, and you know, they eventually roll out a trailer, and it looks super adventurous and all that stuff I'm like okay i was looks, hyped by the look of the trailer i mean mm-hmm. if you listen to our willow episode i was you know i liked it i thought i had fun with the movie but i wasn't like head over heels with it but my, the the trailer for the show looked great the trailer the trailer looked great and honestly the show visually does look good if you didn't have the sound on you know but looking at it yeah it's, it's fine um it's the dumbest show it, the whole the worst writing the music I cannot believe that they play just modern music, like out of nowhere, guitar and vocals just come in. And oh, that's weird. And and it's not even about Willow. I don't think it's about Willow at all. He's just kind of there. Um, it's not his show. It should have been called Alora. You know, it's about Alora. Uh, it's. I don't know why the, who this show was for. Uh, I'm I watched the whole show, and just because I've I've been waiting for Willow content for so long and. I like War- Warwick Davis. So, was Warwick Davis was good in the show at all? Like, did they give him no? He's stiff as a board. Really? And the writing, the writing is 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 constant joke material. It's it's just joke after joke. There's never a serious moment. Yeah, it's ever. like that. It's that's it, that new age Disney stuff with that Marvel and Star it's Wars. Like a they, cartoon. they cram that shit in there. That Man, type of humor. Just like just like a cartoon if that if it was a cartoon i wouldn't think any different but seeing it in live action when the production they put into it the trailer that they rolled out told me a different story was coming and it's not this it's just 
teen shit. <laughs> when you told me, <clears throat> when you told me they didn't reuse the Willow theme, that was like, I'm like, oh, dude, that's they don't a full on flag. do it. People say it's like hidden in there or something like that, and maybe it is. But... Sure, it's somewhere, but it's you not, gotta yeah. you gotta put that front and center. That's like a that's a classic mainstay of the old movies. Mm-hmm. Even like during like a fighting scene or some action scene or whatever. But I think I'm as well. No, no, you know what they do? They play a rock song. <laughs> I kid you not. Well, listen. A rock song with drums, uh, guitar, and bass. I, I shit you not. Like, this is the time you're supposed to play. Somebody should recut it. Fucking take that shit and well, redo the music and put it. in, like, proper I haven't, soundtrack uh, in it. I haven't seen the show, but this is what I'm assuming and what I'm picking up from you, is that they just tried to play both sides, and it didn't work. And they fell in the middle where, you know, the people who love the original movie... They tried to cater to that a little bit, and then they tried to cater to you know people who are just discovering Willow to the first time. They fell in the middle, and then it didn't appeal to anybody. It's just like I want to say to the people behind the show, it's like not every show has to be for everybody. Why don't you make a show of all the 40-year-old people out there, You know, give or take age, but just saying on average, like the people who were there when they were a kid when they saw it. Like, there's a lot of them out there. And you know they'll like buy the merchandise, and if you make a good show for them, great. And if you want to make a show about Alora for like a younger generation, then do it. But do that. Don't don't mix them. Don't mix them. Don't mix like you said. Don't mix the the because it's a, there's like an identity crisis, and it's who is it really for? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't for me, and I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like the generation like kind of like but. Andor. Like Andor was for like the older more serious like star wars fans as opposed to the movies that are filled with like ewoks and lightsaber fights and bbb like andor is like a and it's adored political heist movie and like or show yeah. <clears throat> that certainly doesn't cater to everybody so that's yeah you know it's the trap you fall into with those like legacy reboots you know who do you make it for you make it for the people who love the original when it came out or do you, you make, make it for, it for a new generation yeah exactly Make it for the kids, because then they're going to get old, and then you're going to be able to reboot it then again. Exactly. Yeah. And they get sucker us in, but I don't know. I, I saw the fir- the first episode. It looks it looks pretty. It was weird seeing like like the inner the build out of the universe a bit, where like you see the queen and the king, and you learn about courts and like I don't, it's just the first episode, so you're just kind of getting an overview of it, but. In the movie, you don't really get any any of that. It's just like adventure time. Go. Oh, no. we'll see. I'll watch. I'll watch some more of it, but I'm just not please watch it, to it until the troll uh, episode when the trolls. Remember the trolls from the movie? Yeah, like hairy little. They just yeah. and they men. just yell at you. No, they are Saturday Night Live talking guys. They're oh like, God. Well, hey, what happened here? How did they escape? Well, surely that can't be right. What did you do? Did you see this? Me? They talk like normal people. I'm like, what? How is this? How is this the same? Yeah, they were like wild animals in the first one. Yeah, I don't know. I was excited that they would redesign them, actually make them look ah, whatever. (laughs) Please watch. I'll edit in a sound sound bite. (laughs) We may have some instigators on our hands, possibly even rabble rousers. I deplore those who rouse rabble. We know, sir. I've dispatched a sentinel unit to the distillery. No. It's their friends. They've come to liberate them. Oh, Lord, Dan is here. Oh, terrible at anticipating the second half of my sentences. 
Well, all right, we need a taste. We need. I was gonna say, I'll, I can segue us in. That. I had a show, a couple shows that I, on contrast, have really been well, really enjoyed. If you uh, have been following us for a long time, you know that I have been slowly working my way through the Clone Wars, and I finally finished it. Did you finish it? I finally finished How it. What seasons? Uh, seven, I believe. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, so like the the final season they just came out with, you know, in 2020, I think, or 2021, somewhere around there. Um, but man, that final season is fantastic. And like, I, I told you guys, but if you never watch anything else of the Clone Wars, watch the final three episodes, because it is some of the best Star Wars content that I, that's out there. I've heard really good it's things. It's fucking, it's yeah. incredible. I got, like, I was okay. getting emotional towards the end. Like, it was, it was really, really good. Like, not Maybe a lot of... Maybe we'll do an episode on those episodes. It's, it's, man, <laughs> episodes on really good. Uh, but after that, I started The Bad Batch, which is basically a direct sequel to The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's also really, really good. Uh, the new season just came out there. I'm almost done with season one. Uh, so I'm going to roll into where season I'm two for that. Seems You've been watching good. Bad Batch? Yeah, a little bit. Here and there, oh, as I'm like taking taking down Christmas decorations and just throwing throwing something. Up I was curious. Kind of. Well, I guess you don't need to have seen the Clone Wars, but I think it gives you more context of kind of what's going on. Uh, yeah, it's just a general time characters. period. Yeah, in Bad Batch, but you don't need to have seen it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really happy that I finished Clone Wars. There's a lot of a lot of filler throughout there, but I watched every single episode, and you know, even even the bad ones were still fun. And I'm glad that I glad that I finally knocked that out because that was definitely on my list of Star Wars things that I wanted yeah, to Star finally Wars watch. List. Exactly. Yeah. So I got the Bad Batch, and I also want to go through Rebels because I've heard also really really good things about Rebels. Right. Well, if we're gonna talk TV shows, I guess I do have one too. A little taste breaker that I needed to get in after we watched Alice in Borderlands. Um, I started watching just randomly. Squid Game. Guy, no. A guy at work told me <laughs> that it was good. But Miracle Workers, it was a TBS show, and they huh. now have it on HBO. At least the first season. Uh, the first three seasons are on HBO, and I think season four just came out. That might still be on TBS. But the main people you'll know is Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, and Steve Buscemi. Okay. And it is like a kind of not irreverent comedy, but it's like a tongue in cheek kind of comedy where um, Steve Buscemi is God and he has a whole bunch of workers that work in heaven for him, heaven incorporated. And he's got people that are in charge of miracles and um, kind of, you know, you see what a shit show heaven is kind of run as it's like disorganized and people are running everywhere and. Steve Buscemi's like a really dumb version of the dude from The Big Lebowski, which makes it oh, even okay. more That's hilarious funny. because he's God. He's <laughs> he's in The Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, also. Um, but no, Daniel Radcliffe plays like a miracle worker that's like in charge of answering people's prayers, and then, um, I don't know. Throughout the season, the season's only eight or ten episodes long, and the episodes are only like twenty minutes long. So you can rip through okay. it in like two or three nights. I've been kind of going through it, but they end up making up. They make a bet with God, and then oh, they just cool. through the, the season they have to kind of go through and, you know, try and win the bet. So, 
was gonna say, I'll probably check that out because I like. Have you? Have you? Either of you seen the Good Place? Uh, I've seen like I'm trying to watch that show. It's, it's fun. Watch like it's good. Most of the first season, but like you know, shows like that or Bruce Almighty, something you know, things that fuck with the concept of like heaven and hell and stuff are always fun to me. Like yeah. make it make it out of comedies out of it. So yeah, that sounds that sounds cool. I don't know if this is a spoiler really, but essentially like each season is its own separate thing. So hmm. like first season kind of takes place at like now times, but. Season two ha- takes place during the Dark Ages. Season three happens on the Oregon Trail. Season four is that's cool, post-apocalyptic, whatever. And they're just trying to—I don't know what the hell happens in the other seasons. I'm assuming they're answering people's prayers, but it is. Uh, there was a couple of laugh out loud moments throughout this this short short season, and uh, the, watched it with the wife, and she actually very much enjoyed it as well. So that sounds like come. a good uh, wife show for yeah. sure gonna come as a nomad recommendation so hopefully they're still putting out seasons i know they just i think they just released season four recently so oh i guess it's tba season three just came out in 2021 so they must be moving through them so that was um i don't know kind of a it was good it was a good taste breaker after watching people murder each other did uh have either of you watched um the show white lotus no I've, I've yeah, seen we were talking about ads that. for it on uh, HBO all the time. So yeah, about the like, I saw some buzz about the second season, but I watched the first season with my wife. It's good. Both got into it. It's like a mature dark dark comedy drama, dramedy, I guess. Dramedy for adults. Who? Just uh, rich upper class white people is like the theme and like their problems. And they all go to a resort in Hawaii called the White Lotus. And it, each, I guess, like the second season's at uh, White Lotus, but it's in Italy, different cast. Hmm. Um, one of the characters transitions. She, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, uh, Stifler's mom, that actress. She's actually in both seasons, but just interesting characters. And they all kind of cross paths and all this stuff. But uh, I think, yeah, I would I would watch it with your significant other. Hmm. Um, What's that on? HBO. Okay. That's where I watched it. Um, Everything's on HBO. Yeah, the, uh, this Last of Us just dropped, and I, I haven't had time. I want to dedicate. I'm I know. To get my wife to watch it. You know, I want to watch. Okay, well, I I uh, kind of gave away what happens, you know, in the beginning, uh, and my wife was like, "No, I'm not watching that." I'm like, well, oh. no, don't spoil it for me either, because I never finished the first game. I like. Did you start it? Uh, yeah. Well, then you know what happens in the beginning. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. The thing. Joel's backstory is, yeah, put out in, like, the first opening act, I would say, for sure. But, Um, uh, yeah, I definitely want to check that out. Right? (laughs) Good things, man. I mean, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Like, it's definitely in my at least top ten games of all time, so. It's interesting, dude. It's interesting because, well, yeah. Not that we can talk about that probably on its own episode. Glass Ooh. Onion? We all watched Glass Onion, right? Yeah. We did. What did you guys did. think? Fun. It was good. Yes. Not a great. Lot more, really good, though. It was fun. A lot more fun, a lot more jokey and, you know, kind of breezy than the first one, I would say. Just characters were so cartoonish. Yeah. Where I thought, where, like, I know you're not supposed to like the first family, whether the Thornberries or whatever. But, Something like that, yeah. But 
I but I liked some of the characters. I liked Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt kind of bad for her in a little bit. Um, so this cast, these people, none of them are likable. Really, you know. I guess I don't want to ruin anything if if anybody hasn't seen it yet. But there's you know there's a character that is likable, but obviously you like the main character, right? Um, yeah, she's all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it overall. Like it was like it's a, it's a fun watch. Fun is a great r- word for it. I don't think it was as smart as the first movie. No, nowhere near. I mean the if you whatever if you consider this a spoiler there's a twist in the movie and i thought the twist was you know it was it was pretty good it was well done but i i don't know i wasn't a huge fan of the ending um it kind of fell flat a little bit for me i'm trying not to be too spoily but a little bit yeah just general impressions but overall i liked it general consensus out there seems to be like everybody liked it but it wasn't as good as the first one that's yeah. accurate i'd say but mm-hmm. It's hard to re- repeat the same trick twice. You know, it's like seeing a magician do the same trick, and you're like, you're looking, you're looking for the holes, you're looking for the, the connections and stuff, and I don't know if you're really gonna make them here without knowing, like, it's gonna the say twists and stuff. But it's a fun ride. Going off that, like, I appreciate that they tried to do something a little bit different with it. You know, they didn't just try to do the same exact tricks they did in the first one. Uh, but I don't know. It, it just didn't work out quite as well as the original. I got one that I finished up. I got a game I finished. Clearing out that damn backlog. Ooh, good for you. Disco Elysium, the final cut. You finished Disco <laughs> Elysium? Isn't that game finished like 100,000 hours or something? No, it's not 100,000 hours. I, probably... I thought it was a really long game. Um, No. It's just um, it may seem long because it's um, well, it's a very narrative game. Yeah. A lot of reading then, yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that there is no reading in this. It's all voice. Every single line. Oh, right. well, that that I like. Voice acted. That um, I like. Well, that that is just with the like director's cut, though, right? I don't think yes. the original game had that. Main story, how long to beat, says 22 hours. Okay, so decent. So it's not too bad. Um, which, I mean, it... If there wasn't the voice acting, I would have a hard time recommending this because it is a lot. It's, it would be more like a novel with like some video game elements tied to it, right? Because it is all narrative, and it's you're essentially like uh, taking the role of like a piece of shit, deadbeat, drug addict cop. Like uh, what's that? What was that show on HBO um, with Matthew McConaughey? Oh, uh, what the fuck was that called? The show that everybody was obsessed with? I know exactly what you're talking about. But, I was going to uh, say... True Detective is the name True of True Detective. Story. That's what I'm... Th- yep, True Detective. Where he's having like a hard time holding his life together. He's kind of a fucked up druggie. I still haven't seen that show, which I may have to do that now after playing this. But you're kind of taking that role in this Overrated. game. And you're a lot of talking to people. And you kind of... Like the RPG elements is you have like different like subconscious personas in your brain where it's like, I don't know how to explain it. Like the different personalities in your brain and different strengths and weaknesses of your personality. And that's basically the role-playing part of this whole game. There's, you know, walking around the map and talking to people and finding stuff and you're, you know, solving a murder spoiler alert. But, um, no, there's some funny parts in it. It There's a lot of, dialogue so you know it did take me a while to beat because 
sometimes you're just not in the mood to do a lot of reading or just discussing with people. <laughs> it's a little, it's got like socioeconomic like takes on communism and like it's 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 deeper than just like a story like there there's like some meaning behind it it's got right i don't know i want to say it's a bit depressing but it's kind of you got to be in a certain mood to play it i guess it's not like a really cheery upbeat game but it is for a narrative game it is pretty fucking great if you like those kind of games um talking to just you know a lot of choices to be made, a lot of different endings. There's like a billion lines of dialogue in this game. Um, some of the voice actors like that are in your head are actually really good because all of your subconscious thoughts are basically like different characters, which it's, it's a weird fucking take and it's it's a weird fucking That's game, cool. but it's it's good. Um, I appreciate like when there's a ton of dialogue. It is, yeah, there is kind of. Um, a lot I'll say <laughs> I've noticed the the games I've been just going in and out of like I noticed it, you, you've been playing high on life right that yeah. has a ton of dialogue in it you know it's a fun game a ton of dialogue in it um, and then I w- I've been replaying um, Shadow of Mordor mm-hmm. right I just I don't know we're watching like the Hobbit movies and Lord of the Rings movies as a family and just into it and I'm like oh, I want to go back to that game and kind of grind through the, the end game and that but so much dialogue with that nemesis system you know and I just love that nemesis system um, but I just appreciate when a game can just record so much dialogue like man you can just stand here and listen to these characters go on and on and on and on and on and on and I'm like my god they're saying that the the script for disco elysium is over a million words long and i think this guy is the main guy that's like you, the the thought in your head um actor levenel brown spent eight months recording three hundred and fifty thousand lines of dialogue for disco elysium which is about a third of the game so hmm. wow. multiply that by three you get your billion so man crazy it's a yeah it's an interesting one I, I would definitely recommend it you did mention high on life too did you guys both play that as well i played yeah, the so first hour or so of it but now with all the justin roiland shit i don't know if i really want to it makes go it back a little weird it. but it makes it weird to go back to but yeah i wasn't fun. really enjoying the game that much anyway so i it was do you like rick and fun. morty i never watched it okay i'll say it's, that's it's just that funny. kind of humor but that is another one that i played and finished over the over the holiday break um i don't think that took me terribly long it's a lot towards the end. It starts to get a little, uh, that sense of humor starts to get a little annoying or like, I think it might just be the voice actors start to get annoying because a lot of them, what's the guy's name? Justin Roiland or whatever. Mm-hmm. He voices a lot of them and a lot of the characters like sound exactly the same, which is kind of weird. Like, just, and it's got that weird, like cadence to like all the yeah, talking. Like, stuttering. I, 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 I don't know, man. Fuck, fuck off. Yeah. Like that kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. Yeah. A lot of cursing for the sake of cursing, and yeah, you, there's an option to in the settings the to minimize that though. That's true. Oh, just the chatter. That is nice. Yeah, you can, you that's can, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But yeah, I played like the first uh, I don't know hour or two, and like I didn't hate my time with it, but I just no. have no no desire to go back to it. That's pretty funny. I, it's, it was I a think surprisingly solid shooter. Like I was kind of surprised yeah. at like it's different. Really, I thought I don't know. I, thought, I don't think the you shooting know. mechanics were anything special or feel good. Didn't really feel good. It's just to you me. know you got 
guns and you got alt fires. It's you know that's pretty much every shooter these days. But some of the combinations of the guns where like the pistol shoots the glob, you get a guy that's like a grenade launcher, but he's launching little babies that come out of his body yeah, dude. and then they attack people, which is fucking weird and creepy because he like he squeezes them out of his body, like in out of his back. It's like he's yeah he's birthing it, but he makes if, open comments about how you're shooting his babies and he's like oh it's okay i'll make some more <laughs> it's just like weird. just just, <laughs> just, weird just clarify in, in case you don't know what we're talking about high on life oh, crazy game thank you it, but yes like you as a human being your planet is just attacked by aliens out of nowhere and you just get thrown into this crazy galactic i don't know what you are uh, agent i guess hunting down these bosses but as you fight these other aliens you come across these weapons and these weapons have personalities Gat- they all, yeah, they're, they're just constantly talking and they're silly they're you know what are they called gatlings i want to say gatlings yeah so they're all different they all have different abilities and stuff like that um i think that's the draw of the game i think if you can get into those and enjoy then it makes it's fun oh, yeah. when you do get a new one but, you got but yeah the abilities the combos are pretty legit jb the smooth level is a good. shotgun yeah like, dude jb smooth is one of the fucking i, I like him out a lot yeah. I think the sister, the voice sounded super familiar. I had to look it up, but I think it's Sarah Silverman's younger sister. Because I'm like, that sounds a lot oh, like Sarah Silverman, funny. but it's not Sarah Silverman. But yeah, yeah voice acting's pretty good. Yeah, you know, the production's good. Like it's actually pretty good. You you would want to write it off at that. This is like this is just for jokes and it's not gonna be taken serious. But I think the South Park team kind of set a good bar. We're like, hey, we're comedians, but we're also passionate about our craft, and they made those games too were good. good game yeah they they could have phoned it in you could see people how they phoned it in, but no they actually made good games and I, you know it's nice to see that this game actually isn't trash it's like i would give it probably an eight an eight yeah you know seven eight nothing it's not game changing like it's not or genre changing or anything like that it's not evolving anything but it's showing comedy actually good comedy <laughs> in a game yeah, just that, I will say that it's hard really to pull off. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to pull off comedy in a video game. It's hard to pull off comedy, period, in any medium. So, if you can pull it off uh, in a game, that's a, definitely an accomplishment. Well, um, you're, I don't. You're oh, sorry, I didn't want to change the subject. If you weren't. No, I was yet. about to just send it over yeah. to one of you guys. What do you guys? What else you guys got? Well, I was gonna say you're burying the lead, Dave. Last time or since last time, we did a catch up. You got a PlayStation Five. That that is also true. I keep falling asleep while I play it because I play. <laughs> <laughs> I got the God of War bundle for Christmas, and it's God of War is you know it's the same thing as the 2018 one. That one was a super good game, um, and this one kind of is rinse, wash, and repeat. Um, seeing Kratos as a father is super cool to kind of see like the evolution of a character. Yeah, but no, I've... it's good. It's fun. Um, I'm playing on the couch laying down. I think that's why I keep falling asleep. I got to like, cause it's in the living room. Cause I want to encourage the kids to play with it. So, well, the cadence, there. I mean, I played the first, I haven't played as much of Ragnarok as I would have wanted to by now. I played like the first, only the first three hours or so. But I mean, like you said, it's the same cadence as the first game where you'll have a big action sequence and then you'll be walking along slowly, talking to Atreus to get more story. Mm-hmm. And then you'll do another action sequence. And then after that, you'll launch into a cutscene. So you're watching, you know, there's a lot of dialogue and a lot of. Uh, I can see how you could fall asleep during that. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just feel it creeping in on you during a cutscene. You're like, oh no, I'm not gonna <clears throat> make it through the next one. And, you know, it happens. Yeah. But it's it's sweet. I don't see. I don't. I don't know. Like the just the PlayStation Five in general. Like I don't see it as a crazy improvement over the Xbox. I don't see it because it is the better selling console. But like, I think that's just because people like the the single player experiences on it's that. the games it's, got, it's, it's the games it's totally the games yeah oh yeah absolutely the console they're, looks they're like a, the, some of the best ever made yeah the console looks <laughs> like a only giant play them there. modem from 1998 like sitting at or well no maybe 2002 it looks like a giant modem yeah right in the background there <laughs> hey, that controller how's the playstation 5 controller it oh did nice. you play the, uh the tap, did you play astro's uh touchscreen on it is great astro's playroom yet uh, a little bit. My kid has been. Got oh, you need to play to that. On that. You need to play that game because that shows off like the the capabilities and like the what the dual sense can do. Like it, it, it's really impressive. Like the the having like different sides of the the little tap screen. I don't know what it's called on the controller, but yeah, um, the touchpad or yeah, having the touchpad. mic and speakers in the controller is super nice. Like because you can you can tie a lot of immersion into that by having things come out of your controller one thing you got to know about the mic though if you're playing an online game you got to make sure you mute it because it's on by default oh there's a mute button right on the controller and -hmm. if you press that it'll mute it but okay it's always on by default so just remember that i think you can turn that off in the settings but that was kind of a, a weird thing that came out when the playstation 5 first came out but so you'd be playing a game and not knowing <clears throat> people are listening to you and right exactly yep hmm. um, um yeah i don't i was gonna say i don't have much else uh i've been playing uh hot wheels unleashed with Ooh, how is it w- with william uh with my son and it's it's good uh it's really fun it's like a really really solid arcade racing game hmm. and it's really cool because all the cars are like actual hot wheels cars models that exist you know, so like they're really high quality models and you can like inspect that. So, you you know, it's cool because with William, he's starting to get into Hot Wheels a little bit more. And like he has some of the ones in the game. So he's like, oh, I have that one. I have that one. I'm like, That's yeah, sweet. but yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. Uh, you can customize them any way you want. You could build your own tracks, obviously. I mean, it's a Hot Wheels game. That's the whole point of Hot Wheels is to build your own tracks. You can, you know, play community tracks online. There's a whole campaign and you're unlocking like. There's hundreds and hundreds of cars you can unlock, so it's it's actually really cool. really fun. They got well a lot made. of DLC for that too, don't they? They have like ten different DLC packs. <laughs> I thought I saw a lot. We actually we bought the hot or the the Hot Wheels Monster Truck pack. Um, that was like eight bucks or something. But uh, yeah, they have like three different expansions. There's like a Batman expansion with all like the Batman Hot Wheels cars. There's a Looney Tunes expansion as well. So there there's there's a lot of content in that game and it's it's actually really really fun. That's cool. I heard the racing was just really fun in it, which I haven't played yet, but like is I said, it like it's like a Mario Kart kind of racing. It's more like a feels more like a burnout. If okay. You, yeah. Sweet. Like an old school burnout. You're drifting to build up boost and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, there's different uh like hazards and shit boulders they, falling down they build in like Boom elements spec. of uh hot wheels like those little spinny things that like shoot you fat like shoot the cars out or whatever there are some, i mean there's loops there's loops up the wazoo there's fucking giant spiders shooting webs at you there's <laughs> giant dinosaur heads and stuff like oh, yeah that's awesome. they, All right. they put a lot of they put a lot of effort into that game 
really what are you fun. guys playing on? Uh, PlayStation Five okay. because it got it was free with uh, PlayStation Plus one of the months. That, that's how I picked it up. So that's a good pull. Yep. Good on PlayStation. So yeah, that's that's a really fun one. That was about all I had. I, I dabbled a little bit in Celeste. I don't know if either of you guys have played that game. I played that. A little bit. Yeah, it's good. It's tough, uh, for sure, but yeah. it's really rewarding when you you know, you can figure out how to get past, you know, or get you know, because you're collecting the little strawberries, those are like the extra collectibles. So when you figure out how to get one of those after like ten tries, you know, that's always fun and addictive. But I've been playing that as kind of like a, a cool down game after a gaming session. Like I'll throw that on and play it for like half hour or something but that's that's a fun one too nice retro i know i, I got one last thing it's uh vampire survivors oh, oh vampires yeah. yeah you've been playing a lot of Getting that huh? in there playing a lot i've uh, been finding some mystery rooms which is kind of cool like going to an area and like going up to a mirror and then finding another air room and then like finding a character in there and well, huh, i've been jamming cool. on it with my kids i've gotten so many unlocks that my character it's so it's so powerful off the bat that like my four year old can pick it up and play, and he got to like level fifty eight or something like that. Damn! I was like, dude, <laughs> good for you. That's cool. And you get a lot of money for more unlocks. Yeah, um, that's cool. So just that stick, one hot. stick. That's all you need. Like it's it's, it's, it's it, it, simple it is. as so a screwdriver. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. You just move your character around, and then the weapons that you pick up, or well, you pick up orbs, and you can choose what upgrade you want and then the upgrade automatically does something mm-hmm. but it shoots for you it does all these things for you it protects you all this stuff and uh, you just got to move around and collect gems and collect hearts it's 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 great um i've seen people in like late game where you're not even playing the game you're just sitting there and letting everything happen like, you don't even have to move around at a certain point because you're just killing so many things you second. can evolve your weapons, and then they get I know. really big, yeah, and those they are turn red, and really cool. Yeah, it's yep. super cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's fun. Oh, you know, you know what else? I I, I bought um, that that Ghostbusters game. Oh yeah. Have you played it at all? Spirits Unleashed. Yeah, I was just playing it uh, right before hopping on here to record. Um, I was gonna say, are you playing with like random people online? Yeah, playing. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, it's it's a four v one. That asymmetrical kind of thing. multiplayer. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's definitely for like fans of Ghostbusters. I I feel like the gameplay is the probably it's not bad, but it, it's like the weakest part of it. Well, it's not the weakest part of it, but it's you know whatever. It's like a forty dollar game. I got it for like twenty five bucks. I would say if it's fifteen twenty dollars, if you're a fan of Ghostbusters, get it. Um, but the gameplay is after doing a few rounds, you're you're done, kind of thing. But it looks good. It really does look good. Really? The controls are tight. Hmm. It's just like what you're doing after a while, like just going around, looking for shit moving, and then you zap it, and then you, everybody zaps a ghost, and you just stare at the screen while you zap it, <laughs> and it, you want to throw out your thing to catch it. It's it's set, it's it's cool to watch, but when you're playing gameplay wise, it's you can only do that so much. So the other activities, other activities they give you to do, is there'll be people like let's say it's in a museum there's patrons in the museum but you have to go to the people and calm them down so you hold down x and you see a circle go across oh, yeah. and then like as long as you don't let go then they'll their heart will go from like you know like red to like green they'll be happy and they'll stay um it's a little weird management stuff like that but oh you can hit right trigger at certain points during that to, to boost the the person you know it's 
It's like, this is, is this fun? Quick time you know, event like, I want more mystery. Make it a big deal to find a ghost. It's like you walk in, you can kind of see the pink ass ghost there. But, but like I, I sound like I'm knocking it, but it's fun. It's got a charm to it. The graphics are great. It's, it's right after the last movie. You know, it's it's all that stuff like that. It's continuing that story. Hmm. I was wondering that if there was cool. any actual like story to the game. Yeah, a little bit right now. Winston just got. Uh, he just got possessed by a ghost that I accidentally let out. So they try to Whoopsie. do stuff around a multiplayer based game. Um, but there's, there's some things that happen between hmm. just hanging. It's cool going to the station and walking around and seeing Ray there and Winston there and all that stuff. Um, Ghostbusters spirits. Unleashed. Also, I'll keep an eye on that for, uh, for a sale. Cause it's, uh, it'd be great if it was on game pass. Yeah, because that would probably up the the game, the number of people playing at the same time. So, there's actually I have no problems getting really? games. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want your friends to buy it though. At some I was point say, it's always better. it's always tough when you you know trying to sell somebody on a game like oh you know we, three of us want to play but three of us have to buy this forty dollar game. Yeah. So that's why game I, everyth- okay. everything should just be on Game Pass. All games. Yeah. I think Game Pass is leaning a lot more indie lately too. They're not getting like the big names on there, but they're getting like a lot of indie stuff on there. So yeah, because no big games are coming out on Xbox. When's the last? What's the last big game that came out on Xbox? I mean, God of War Ragnarok, I guess, but that was like three or four months ago for PlayStation. But well, it's it's also the slow the slow season too. I missed the Arcade of Summer, but that's a whole nother story. Um, I did have like a quick smattering, and then one final game to talk All right. about. I've been Smatter me, Dave. Cleaning up Elden Ring. <laughs> Everybody loves that. SSX. SSX is SSX. still fucking great. The original. I think it was three. Yeah, it's three sixty. Like I went back. That's not the original. Well, SS, I don't know. That's the remake. SSX Tricky is the the best version. <laughs> well, they play the Tricky so song. Good. So no, it's know. not the same. It's not the same. I got I got one. GameCube I'm, I'm back back compat and it's uh super good so definitely recommend that finishing up immorality immortality started else in borderland remix comics those are good oh interesting there are Sue's back in the borderlands bro it's oh shit i don't know it's how long ha- i don't think it's, it's not happily long, ever after huh? no i don't think it i don't think it's gonna be a long like journey in the borderlands i think it's pretty pretty quick and easy but the one I actually picked up that i've been actually liking i don't think we've talked about this before uh, older game called The Witness from 2016, so that makes yep. it four seven years old. So I um, never did finish that. It's very it's. Oh, you did play it back when it first came out. Probably. Yeah, it was weird, man. I remember right before bed, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna check this game out. I love puzzle games, and just like I'll do a couple, then I'll go to bed. And it makes you. Th- think it's not i've never played a game like that before well it's like mist like the, like the are... old mist games except it all revolves around like the same kind of puzzle perspective yeah it's perspective based or something like it's you have to stand in just some right of spot. them are well like there's ones where you gotta like look at branches on a tree to see where an apple is and you gotta you know put the line through the puzzle it's basically you're guiding a dot from a beginning to the end of a puzzle and then as you go through the game, they're introducing more complexity and more rules to the dot moving through the maze. So you might have to like pick up all the black pellets that are in the maze or whatever to go to the next level. Or 
And they start combining them and stacking them on top of each other where you might have to pick up the pellets and then go between these two certain colors or separate all the colors from some things. But it's it's really cool the way that they start super simple and then they build off. Because it's, you know, the first puzzle is literally just like a bar where you just move it to, from one spot to the next spot. And then they eventually just get bigger and bigger. So that one will be up playing a bit more as long. It's got, it's got that weird thing where it makes you feel like an genius at certain times but it also makes you feel like a complete complete dumbass (laughs) so but you get that thing where like you're so focused on a puzzle and you're visualizing where everything's going and then you finally get it and you feel like that dopamine surge and you're like fuck yeah i am so smart so yeah it's good it's very there's not you know there's no story really to it it's all environmental storytelling or stuff like that and it's you know you're looking for just gotta be awake yeah, I you gotta be. I at least I had I struggled. Can't I be like, too late. After yeah. an hour, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Can't be too late. Can't I be too can't. drunk. Can't be too stoned because <laughs> yeah. your brain will not work. So, so no, that's all. Off. That's all I got. I was, it's a good to. It's good to switch up your uh, what you're playing because going from Elden Ring to SSX to The Witness kind of keeps me keeps me fresh, keeps me active. So need those taste breakers. Yeah, everybody needs mm-hmm. a good taste breaker now and then. So, no, that's uh that's all I got. Brandon, you got anything left? No. Okay. Nope. I'm good. Why don't you take us home? Uh, well, you Are can you? follow us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. Also, you can follow us at The Nomads of Fantasy on TikTok. Since Brandon's been putting some more content, short videos out, some of our podcast clips, those have been fun. YouTube as well. You can do, you, you, now you can do, since YouTube has handles now, you can do YouTube.com slash at Nomads of Fantasy if you want to find us on YouTube. Uh, what else? You can join our Discord at thenomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. You can play our game, whatmapgame.com, if you want to, like, guessing video game maps. Uh, but That one's still fun. As simple as that is, yeah. it's still fun every day. Play it every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but, yeah, that's all we got for you this month. We'll catch up with you next month. And, as always, safe travels, nomads. <laughs> <laughs>